0: Welcome to Grizzly Bear Blues Live, a special edition of Grizzly Bear Blues Live. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a great start to your weekend. Obviously, you can find all the great content with Grizzly Bear Blues and Bluff City Media across all forms of social platform where either brand is represented, as well as at bluffcitymedia.com. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at Stats, S A C, on Twitter. This special edition of Grizzly Bear Blues Live concerns multiple occurrences of breaking news involving the Memphis Grizzlies, and as many know by now, it's definitely not the best of days when it comes to the Grizzlies franchise and the fan base. Of course, we'll start with the biggest news of the day involving superstar point guard John Morant. It was announced that John Morant will be away from the Grizzlies, away from the team suspended. It's been reported in multiple ways, but he will not be with the Grizzlies as they finish out this road trip in Los Angeles tomorrow night against the Clippers, nor on Tuesday against the Lakers. So John Morant will be away from the team. He will not be available to play over the next two games as the Grizzlies finish out this road trip. Of course, this announcement is the result of an incident that occurred last night on Instagram Live. It seemed as if John Morant, during the live broadcast, showed a weapon, a gun, and as the morning hours progressed, many became aware of what had occurred, including the league itself, which released a statement earlier today saying that they were aware of the social media post by John Morant and that they were fully investigating it. However, the big news and what is very significant about you know the you know resulting two game uh, suspension is that that came directly from the Grizzlies. After what occurred, the Grizzlies stepped in and it was the team itself that announced that John Morant would be away from the team over the next two games instead of the league. And the reason why that is significant is because this absolutely was the right move to make the Grizzlies had to step in and make it clear that the growing growing trend of concerning of incidents involving John Morant, they were to the point to where the negativity, these incidents, they've got to come to an end. And hopefully that will be the end result of John Morant stepping away from basketball and hopefully in short order him and the team getting on the same page to where these negative incidents can, you know, stop occurring and we can get back to, you know, what has been, you know, before these incidents occurred, just John Morant has been a beacon of positivity since he's been in the league. In terms of his on-the-court performance, his style of play, what he means to many around the game of basketball, you typically do not see. Players, you know, P, you know, Jaw's current peers, those who for those who have played the game of basketball, you typically don't see the amount of praise bestowed a young player that many notable names in the basketball world have bestowed upon Ja Morant in his time in the league. And the reason why I bring that up is not to take away from the significance of of what has occurred. The significance of these negative incidents that have occurred, but it's to put a spotlight on what's at stake. You know, we've seen the news, you know, to where there have been a couple of incidents around Memphis, you know, earlier on this year. We, of course, you know, had the news about what occurred after the Indiana Pacers and Memphis Grizzlies game in late January, and then this latest incident. This is a growing trend of concerns that could be a threat that could damage, you know, the brand, the reputation of John Morant, you know, in terms of his brand, in terms of what he means to this city and to this franchise, and most importantly, make no mistake, most importantly, to himself. That's the focus right now. We can talk about the brand, we can talk about endorsements, we can talk about what he means to the team and the franchise and the league as a superstar, but what this growing trend of concerns could mean to himself. And so that's what makes this the right move by the Grizzlies, removing basketball from the equation and focusing on what needs to be done to get on the right page with John Morant to where this trend can continue and to where Morant can be the beacon of positivity and to where, you know, occurrences that that focus on positivity and focus on productivity, that's what's defined the meteoric rise of the Grizzlies and John Morant in terms of success since he's been in the league, time will ultimately tell what occurs from this latest development. The hope, obviously, and it's and I feel that it's a definite, you know, possibility. I definitely feel that that you know both Morant and the Grizzlies can right the ship to where Ja can get back to being the superstar representative of one of the best teams in the league, and I think that that can happen in short order. But time will ultimately tell what comes from. John Morant taking a step away from the game and him and the Grizzlies getting on the right page to get back going to what has brought them so much success over the past few years since Morant has entered the league. Hopefully, things will be for the better moving forward and that this simply was an opportunity and a wake-up call for Morant to get back to what has made him so special for many during his time in the NBA. Hopefully, he'll get back to that level uh, for his brand, for himself, For the game of basketball, we'll hopefully see that be the end result of this moving forward. Now with Morant being out over the next two games in in terms of of what the Grizzlies will need to do to adjust, this, this is nothing new. You know we, We've seen the Grizzlies be able to remain productive without John Morant for extended periods. Of course, those absences were due to injuries, but the Grizzlies have many times been able to remain productive. They were 20-5 in the 2021-2022 season without Morant. Obviously, uh, Tyus Jones will, will take the helm as being the starting point guard in the lineup. This will require for our bench to be productive. We're going to need more consistency, especially when it comes to shooting from our bench, to be able to help overcome the offensive loss that occurs with Morant being absent. But it will fall on Tyus Jones, it will fall on the coaching staff, and it will fall on our shooting to really be able to find a way. You're obviously not going to make up for for, for what you know Morant brings night in and night out, but the Grizzlies are going to have to find a way to be able to keep the perimeter production at a level that will allow for them to be competitive. But again, you know, we could talk about that in time. To be honest with you, none of that is relevant when it comes to John Morant for himself doing what needs to be done. Doing what needs to be done by taking basketball out of the equation, which is the right move by the Grizzlies, and hopefully the franchise and John Morant can get on the same page to where they can get back to being focused on the game, and obviously John Morant being focused on the beacon of positivity that has brought him so much success on and off the court in his time. In the league. Hopefully, the best outcome will come from this in time. Of course, the other big news that occurred today was very much expected by many of us, and not in a positive way at all. Last night, during the first quarter, just a few minutes into his appearance in last night's game, bench ace man Brandon Clark, who has emerged as one of the best scoring options, one of the best bench scoring options in the NBA, During his time in the league, he unfortunately, after a free throw, fell down holding his left leg due to a non-contact injury. And of course, there were images after the game or during the game in which he was um, going away from the stadium on a golf cart with his left Achilles heavily wrapped in ice. Well, the speculation that came from that wound up coming to fruition. It was announced today by the Memphis Grizzlies that Brandon Clark suffered a left Achilles tear that will keep him out for the rest of this season for sure, but likely is going to keep him out for much of next season as well. It has been well documented. You know, an Achilles injury is 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 one of the you know, worst injuries that can occur to NBA players, and it's especially true when it comes to the style of play and skill set of someone like a Brandon Clark, and I shouldn't even phrase it as that, of Brandon Clark, because he's one of the best examples of athleticism, explosiveness, you know, just quick twitch activity that allows for him to be so active and and such a, a moving force to be so good on the move for the Grizzlies in many ways, being a lob option for, you know, Morant and others, being someone that could be productive around the rim. His efficiency around the rim is is so predicated, so dependent on his jumping ability and, and, and the trust that he has in what he could do with his athleticism. One of the worst possible injuries that could occur to a player like that is an Achilles tear. And that unfortunately is what has occurred. Now, without a doubt, the focus should be on Brandon Clark's recovery. Hopefully this means, you know, with the identification of the fact that it is a left Achilles tear, hopefully that will be remedied in short order with surgery and Brandon Clark can get on the road to recovery. But what that road to recovery ultimately leads to, that remains to be seen. Because without a doubt, I won't say without a doubt, but it's very unlikely that we're going to see Brandon Clark return to the level of productivity that he has been so good at over the past few years It's very unlikely we see that even through the end of next year. Hopefully, he eventually gets back to that level of productivity. And there certainly is a chance he can but when and how that happens is going to remain to be seen, and it's likely going to take a good amount of time. It may be more than a year with this injury before Brandon Clark is once again available, and even when he comes back, what will he look like in terms of his overall productivity? That's something that will be defined, but hopefully he will have a very directed, very productive road to recovery, and he'll be able to start that as quick as possible. Make no mistake about it, Nobody should have any doubt that Brandon Clark is going to do all that he can to work back from this injury. It's just devastating to see for the type of player that he is, this injury occur to them, especially, you know, so early in his career. Now, with the focus and and the most important outcome of this, being focused on Brandon Clark and and the fact that, you know, the game of basketball, which we all know he loves, is going to be taken away from him for an extended period of time. And it's a a very significant injury that he has suffered. Obviously, the focus is on his recovery and, and everything happening that will allow for him to get back to the player that the Grizzlies have been so blessed to have him be over the past few years. But for the Grizzlies themselves, make no mistake, this is a huge loss. What I feel like what stands out about Brandon Clark, and this is even in the post-game press conferences, and when you see him in interviews, when you see him interacting with teammates, he's consistent on and off the court. He's a great teammate, a great source of information, awesome to talk to, very positive, always focused on the game of basketball. He has a very, very evident track of mine that makes him so good at what he does. That consistency off the court, which is good in so many ways, matches the consistency that he offers on the court being the efficient source of scoring that he is, being very versatile when it comes to defense, being able to be used in many different ways. He can be in the closing lineup, be used in high leverage situations. He can dominate bench minutes. There's a lot of different ways in which Brandon Clark helps the Grizzlies win games. There's a lot of gaps that he feels for the Grizzlies when he's on the court. And unfortunately, the Grizzlies are going to be now now be without that skill set for an extended period of time. Thankfully, The Grizzlies should be getting Steven Adams back in short order, either, you know, possibly Tuesday against the Lakers or when they return home. But like when they lost Steven Adams over the past month, you're not going to be able to make up for the productivity of Brandon Clark. That's what makes him special in his role. You've got to figure out a different way to be able to make up for that production so you can continue to win at the same level. Obviously, the playing time, the productivity, the minutes that Brandon Clark leaves open, that responsibility now mainly falls to Santi Aldama as well as Xavier Tillman. I would expect both of those players to have consistent roles in the Grizzlies rotation moving forward because the Grizzlies simply have no other choice. They are, you know, when they get Steven Adams back, they should still, you know, be relatively fun. You know, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Steven Adams have been absolutely wonderful as a duo this year. Xavier Tillman has been phenomenal over the past two weeks playing against some of the elite centers in the NBA. And Santi Aldama, hey, if there's been a breakout player for the Grizzlies this year, he's the, likely the most candidate. So there's still plenty of talent. And there's still plenty of versatility, and there's still plenty of options that Taylor Jenkins can utilize and take advantage of when it comes to his front court. But losing Brandon Clark and the consistency that he offers, it's a big loss because now you've got to be able to figure out how to make up for it. In terms of the options that you have, mainly Aldama as well as Tillman, but if the Grizzlies were to suffer another injury in the front court, now you become really shorthanded and that's really going to put the pressure on Taylor Jenkins and his staff to be able to make up for it. But we're we're not going to, you know, we, we don't need to, you know, think about any other negative occurrences happening for the Grizzlies. Not only does the loss of Brandon Clark Put more responsibility on Santi Aldama as well as Xavier Tillman, but it also could lead to the need for more creativity in small ball lineups for Taylor Jenkins. Could he play Dilla Brooks more at the four? Could he play Luke Kennard and Desmond Bain more, you know, in lineups to get more consistent shooting? All of those things are on the table. It's up to Taylor Jenkins and his staff of knowing which situations to get creative and which players to lean on in the absence of Brandon Clark. So With all that's gone on today, nothing but positive vibes towards Brandon Clark. Hopefully, he will be able to have, you know, the surgery soon that, that, you know, repairs the Achilles tear. Hopefully, he'll be able to get on the road to recovery and and sooner than anybody expects. And I think that's a very likely, you know, outcome from Brandon Clark. Hopefully, sooner than anybody expects, he can work his way back to the player that the Grizzlies have been blessed to have him be over the past few years. Hopefully, he can get back to that level of production, you know, in Due time, but it likely is going to be an extended period of time, and the Grizzlies are certainly going to miss his productivity. Without a doubt, it has definitely been a less than ideal day when it comes to the Grizzlies. Um, obviously, with the fa- with what's going on with John Morant, this likely is a situation that is far from over. You know, could it be a longer absence than two games? Could there be, you know, more, you know, uh, consequences that arise from what has occurred? Those certainly are possibilities. Make sure you stick with Grizzly Bear Blues and Bluff City Media for the latest content surrounding John Morant, any breaking news, you know, any, you know, fallout of what has occurred, and of course, all content based on, you know, what all this means. All of that will be available at bluffcitymedia.com, as well as wherever Grizzly Bear Blues and Bluff City are representative across all forms of social media. And of course, all the great content about what the Grizzlies will need to do to adjust Without Brandon Clark moving forward, that content will be available as well. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at statssac on Twitter. Again, find all the great content from Grizzly Bear Blues at Bluff City Media at bluffcitymedia.com and across all forms of social media. It's definitely not been the best of days for the Grizzlies and the fan base, but hopefully, moving forward, there will be nothing but positive news, and in sooner rather than later, we'll get our superstar point guard and John Morant back leading this franchise to the the ultimate opportunities that it has with all the success that they have occurred but first and foremost hopefully jaw and the franchise will get on the right page to where nothing but positive outcomes happen moving forward. Wishing the best to Brandon Clark as well. Hopefully he'll be able to have that surgery soon, be able to start the road to recovery, and we'll see him back on the court for the Grizzlies sooner rather than later. Likely at some point next year, but hopefully it'll be sooner than many expect. My name's Sean Coleman. Thanks for tuning in for this edition of Grizzly Bear Blues Live as part of Grizzly Bear Blues and Bluff City Media. We'll talk to you again soon here on Grizzly Bear Blues Live.